This is HPU Sharks On Demand on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. HPU Sports on HSRN is presented by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. For the Hawaii Pacific, for the Hawaii Pacific University Sharks women's basketball team, they are looking to get back to the winning traditions they are accustomed to. With the new coach, Ray Alvarado, at the helm, it will be his mission to get this group of veteran leadership and a mix of bright new faces to achieve that goal. Earlier this week, the Sharks' 40-game win streak over their inter-island rival, the Chaminade Silver Swords, came to a crashing end. But they need to turn their attention to another rival, the University of Hawaii at Hilo Vulcans who are just above them in the conference standings. Can the Sharks bounce back and pull even on the season with the Vulcans? We find out now. Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. Presents Hawaii Pacific University Women's Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. And now, live from the Shark Tank, let's go courtside to play-by-play announcer Paul Brecht and Kyle Galdera. the Shark Tank. Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera back with you to bring you another day of HPU Sharks basketball. Excited to bring you this one here as the University of Hawaii Hilo Vulcans visit the HPU Sharks. Kyle, we've got a fun one in store today and one that I'm sure HPU has been since Thursday really, really itching to get out on the floor for. Yeah, great to be here for some early afternoon basketball, Paul, and our good friend Alan Mia likes to say, especially when we do baseball and softball games, if you have a bad at bat, a bad pitch, a bad performance, you just got to flush it and move on. And with the meat of the conference season still in play for HPU, they have to forget it was a horrible loss on Thursday, but you can't dwell on it because you have an even better team in UH Hilo coming into the Shark Tank today. And that's an excellent point that you make because this is a better University of Hawaii Hilo team than that Chaminade squad they faced. That Chaminade squad coming into that one, just two wins on the season, obviously coming out with their third. Coming into this one, UH Hilo comes in at 6-8 and eight overall, 3-5 and five in the PacWest, comparatively speaking to the Hawaii Pacific University Sharks at 4-9 and nine and 2-5 and five overall in the first season under Ray Alvarado's watch. Just trying to get things going once again and a, a tough task ahead going against David Kaneshiro and the Vulcans. Kaneshiro, obviously, the 2021-22 PacWest Coach of the Year, so knows what he's doing and really makes a lot out of maybe not necessarily as big a roster or, or as well-stocked a roster as other collegiate coaches get. Yeah, and having played baseball for HPU and traveling to play at Hilo quite a few times, you kind of realize that, I mean, Hilo's a, how should I say it? It has a lot of character to it, and it's a place that you really have to get accustomed to living in. But once you're there, that community really embraces you, and it's something that you can't really describe. And the great thing is the UH Hilo system, right, is fed by University of Hawaii. So actually, you mentioned the D2 resources they actually have a really good pipeline to tap into. So it's nice to see them kind of on the upswing. And then we talk about the Sharks, right, rebuilding, getting back to action as our referee Steve Piercy has the ball ready to go. And we look forward to seeing what HP can do as they continue to rebuild here in 2024. 
Just want to give you the starting lineups real quick for both sides. For Hawaii Pacific University, you have Haley Masaki starting in the backcourt with Kiona Loftus. In the frontcourt, Ella Burge, Kalina Obrey, and Megan Jones. D3's second leading shot blocker over on the other side for the Vulcans. Kamalu, Kamaka Viva Ole, Kaylee Cruz, Melanie Hughes, Janice Harmon, and Kirsten Agonius round out the starting lineup. Tip is up and won by HPU, and we are underway here inside the Shark Tank. Kalina Aubrey swings the ball over to the right side to Erica Glenn, who is actually starting. Megan Jones pulls up from the straightaway three, comes up short, rebounded by Harmon, and back the other way. Kirsten yes. Agonius up top to Harmon, swings one more over to Hugh. Hugh, her shot's off the mark, no good. And follow-up is up and good for the game's first points. And the putback there is something that we talked about, Paul, briefly. The, one of the keys to the game for HPU is get the rebounds because UH Hilo is very good at rebounding. They showed it right there with the second chance opportunity. Jones, her second chance already, no good, but second chance opportunity for Ella Burge goes down, ties this one up at two, not even a minute into action here as we see some early activity on the offensive glass for HPU. Early 2-2-1 press shown by Ray Alvarado. Squad slows down the Hilo attack. Here's Janice Harmon up top, manning the point guard duties. Swings it over the right wing to Melanie Hugh. Hughes right wing three off the mark, no good. Rebounded by Kalina Aubrey and cleared by the Sharks. Haley Masaki up top, picks up her dribble and will feed Aubrey down low. Aubrey takes a couple of dribbles and will drive in. Passes off to Burge, whose shot is blocked away. And now quickly come the Vulcans. Kalia Cruz passes off to the corner. One more down low, and layup's no good for, that's Kirsten Agonius, but she was fouled on the way up, so she'll head to the line for two. Foul goes against number 14, Ella Burge, her first, first against the Sharks. And the interesting matchup, Paul, is on paper, HPU looks like the bigger team, and they actually have three players that could play post or forward, even a small center, and then you would think that that gives them the advantage, but... Hilo plays with a four, maybe even five-guard lineup, and because of their speed and their length, I think that actually gives them the edge because they're a little more versatile. And that's something to keep an eye on as this one goes on. First free throw off the mark. Second one is good for Agonius. Makes it a 3-2 UHH lead here early going in the first quarter. Haley Masaki, double screen up top. Over on the left wing, swings and finds Kalina Aubrey. Ball movement up over to Erica Glenn who picks up her dribble, pass almost stolen away, but goes back to Glenn. Finds its way to Jones on the left elbow. Her ball passed away to Glenn, one more. Glenn up top, looks post feed down low to Kalina Aubrey. Aubrey with three, Aubrey stripped away, and gonna be, I believe, a shot clock violation. So I think they're gonna put one more second back, which is good for HPU, but also bad, because that means they gotta get the ball in and score in about a second. This is a pass and tap immediately in, and that's not what they're able to do as quickly stolen away by UH Hilo once again. Kaylee Cruz down the lane, gets blocked away by Ella Burge, gets her own rebound, knocked out of bounds, will stay with the Vulcans. 24 seconds on the shot clock. Quick pause in the action. We'll pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball presented by Hawaii Pacific Health. Home of the Los Angeles Clippers, KGUAM K236CR is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on AM 760, 95.1 FM. 
Back to live action here inside the Shark Tank. Cruz up top, swings over to the right wing, and now she'll get it right back. Ball movement around the arc. Pass down low, finds Agonius. Back up top to Cruz. Vulcans moving the ball quickly here. Agonius, left corner three. Pardon me, long two. Foot was on the line, makes it a 5-2 lead now for Hilo as they continue to get some good shots here early on against the Sharks' defense. Paul, you called that perfectly. The extra pass created a wide-open shot, and if Hilo can continue to do that, it's going to be a long afternoon for HPU. Masaki pivoting in the lane, finds Jones, who will drive. Jones pivots, puts up the hook. Ball rattles around the rim, no good. Rebounded by Agonius, and Hilo will clear. Saw a little bit of that against Chaminade back on Thursday where getting looks from close range just not going down for HPU, and that, that was really what the main difference was in the 77-66 loss then. Here's Agonius from the other corner. No good, comes up short, rebounded by Erica Glenn and the Sharks. Trailing by three here, 6.30 remaining in the opening quarter. Glenn down the lane, might have gotten away with a travel, and she does, in fact, Gets fouled on her way up, so she'll head to the line for a pair. First subs getting ready to check into the game for both sides. Leslie Mojica and Allison Ross checking on in. On the other side for Hilo, number 21, Noel Sua Godinet. And for me, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Leslie Mojica in action. She was the spark plug that almost helped HPU come back against Chaminade. We'll see what she can do here today. She's someone who, if I was Coach Ray Alvarado and staff as Glenn's first free throw is off the mark, I'd be very excited about the future of Mojica for this program. As you mentioned, somebody who uh, was a main key to the comeback effort cut back on Thursday and the reason why Chaminade didn't run away with it there in that second half, knocked down a couple of big-time three-pointers. Erica Glenn's second free throw rolls on in to make it a 5-3. HPU deficit here as UH Hilo breaks the zone press. Now we'll get it on over. Ball swung out into the left corner. Three-pointer is good for Cruz as Kaylee Cruz continues a hot start to this one. Yeah, she has it on Cruz control so far. Like you said a few times, that extra pass making a lot of open space and HPU's needing to adjust to that. Great extra pass right there for Megan Jones. Finds a wide open Haley Masaki for a right, or pardon me, left corner triple. 8-6 game now as we tick under six minutes to play here in the first quarter. Tiana Holland into the game for the first time for HPU as well. Holland transfer from the College of the Sequoias where Ray Alvarado came from before coming to HPU this season. Jump shots off the mark right there for Janice Harmon, rebounded by Leslie Mojica. And the Sharks will look to tie or take the lead on this possession. Allison Ross driving, gets bumped and tossed it away out of bounds there. Was looking for Haley Masaki, couldn't find her. So a turnover for HPU as Kalina Obrey checks back into the game for the Sharks, replacing Haley Masaki. And this will be an interesting stretch for HPU because Masaki is the driver of the offense, not only facilitating, but we just saw she drained the three. So now HPU going to their bigger lineup. Let's see if they can create some havoc down low, get some rebounds, get some transition buckets. And that's something you talked about before, Kyle, where UH Hilo isn't necessarily as big as HPU, 
as Kamaka Viva Ole puts up the hook shot around the lane and can't get it to go, rebounded by Megan Jones. But if this bigger lineup can work, it almost works against UH Hilo as ball's tipped away and stolen here. It's number 12, Jasmine Soto laying it up and in to put it up to a four-point lead for Hilo as we're more than halfway through this opening quarter. And conversely, Kyle, like you were saying before, this Hilo team wants to play fast. Knocked away right there. Beautiful block by Kamalu Kamakaviva Ole to swat away. Kalina Obri out of bounds. It'll remain with the Sharks with 21 to shoot. Timeout on the floor. We'll take one as well. UH Hilo leading HPU 10-6. Don't go too far. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Discover a personalized approach to a healthier you at Hawaii Pacific Health Bone and Joint Centers. Our comprehensive centers offer adult and pediatric sports medicine, orthopedic care, and rheumatology services. We're focused on your mobility and quality of life. Our clinic in Kahala also provides walk-in services for minor bone and joint conditions. So stay active and keep doing what you love. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash bone and joint centers. Back to more HPU basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network and streaming live at hawaiisportsradio.com. Welcome back on Into the Shark Tank. Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera bringing you all the action from today's matinee affair as Kalina Aubrey gets the inbound and flips it up and in to put it back down to a two-point lead for UH Hilo. HPU continues to fight back here early on in the opening quarter. Here's Soto up top, guarded by Holland. Picks up her dribble at the left elbow, kicks it back on out. She finds Harmon. Harmon feeds down low to Sua Godine. Sua Godine picks up her dribble now and going to get called for a double dribble right there as good defense by Megan Jones put her in a place of worry very quickly there. Nice job by the Sharks defense, forcing a turnover, and now another opportunity to either tie or take the lead. Here's Allison Ross on the right wing, crossover through her legs. Picks up her dribble on the elbow now, looking for an outlet, gives it to Holland. Holland up top will get a screen with 15. Feeds Obrief, spin move down the lane, leaves it short, no good. Rebounded by Agonius, and back the other way comes UH Hilo. Leslie Mojica tips it away from Agonius. Ball stolen and secured by Allison Ross. Nice quick hands there by Leslie Mojica. Ball ahead to the right elbow. Megan Jones feeds down low to Obrey. Obrey using her strength to get some space there. Gets the shot up. Can't get it to fall, but is fouled. She'll head to the line for two, looking to tie this one up with HPU trailing 10-8. Yeah, interesting to see Sua Godine going up against Obrey, both former Kamehameha Palama teammates, and nice to see them playing at such a high level at the D2 level. They both kind of bounced around a bit college-wise. Obrey went to San Jose State, came back home, and... Great to see him here at the Shark Tank today. It's always fun when you get to kind of lace him up against some of your old friends from high school as Obrey's first free throw is up and good to make it a 10-9 game. Second one on the way now. Second free throw is up and good. Ties this one up at 10 apiece with 3.37 left in the opening quarter of play. Inbound is passed out of bounds and a turnover by the Vulcans. Good pressure there by Allison Ross to force the turnover. And now HPU, after tying it, will look to take their first lead. Mojica gets the inbound and will hand off to Ross. 
Ross picks up her dribble and going to get uh, an away from the ball foul called against number 10, Kirsten Agonius, getting a little too physical with Kalina Obrey. Like we were saying before, Obrey just kind of imposing her will down low. And right now that's forcing some issues for the Vulcans. Baseline out of bounds. That's one of the great things, Paul, about Obrey is that even if she's not scoring, her activity and her presence causes trouble for opposing defenses. That's an excellent point. She is incredibly active as a nice backdoor feed right there. Mojica finds a cutting Allison Ross. 12-10 now. HPU leads the first lead of the game for the Sharks with 3-10 remaining here in the first quarter. Hand check foul going to be called out near midcourt on Mojica. Mojica looked a little bit uh, confused on that one, but uh, nonetheless, the officials trying to let her know, uh, leave it, uh, leave the hands off, this especially so far out. This isn't the early 90s NBA, folks. <laughs> <laughs> as much as some of us may wish it was, uh, me included. Here's Kaylee Cruz with a head of steam down the court, kicks into the left corner, and will find Agonius. Agonius. Swings over and finds Cruz once again. Step back from the left elbow for Cruz. Comes up short, no good. Rebounded by Agonius, and her putback is off the mark, but is fouled. She'll head to the line for a pair of free throws, looking to tie this one up with 2.52 remaining here in the first quarter of play. And with what I just said about Obrey, I think UH, or pardon me, Hawaii Pacific might want to look at getting Jones back in the game because with their size advantage limited now, Hilo's getting those second chance opportunities, and that's where they really thrive. First free throw up and good for Agonius there. And just as you're saying that, Megan Jones getting checked out by the training staff for HPU. Looks like she is okay, though. Second free throw up and good to tie this one up at 12. Agonius, the leading scorer for UH Hilo this season, averaging just a hair under 12 points per contest. Doing a nice job with her activity here early on. Allison Ross on the right wing, swings into the right corner. Now will feed Obrey. Obrey puts up the shot, can't get it to go, comes up short. Ball rebounded by Soto and the Vulcans. And back the, way, the other way comes UH Hilo. Jasmine Soto, man in the guard duties right now, guarded by Allison Ross, picks up her dribble in the right corner. Tries to find a cutting cruise, but the ball tipped and stolen away by HPU. Nice job by Kaylee Berry to get a hand up. Allison Ross now in transition, finds a cutting Berry. Berry gets her shot blocked. Ball remains with HPU, now with Allison Ross in the right corner with 15 to shoot. Ross working the pick and roll with Obrey, and Obrey going to get fouled on the way up. Heads back to the line once again. And once again, Kyle, you see that activity from Kalina Obrey helping create a second opportunity and now creating another scoring opportunity for HPU, the second foul going against Jasmine Soto. And I believe of the four team fouls against Hilo already, three have been drawn by Obrey alone. So even, like I said, she's making free throws, but even if she wasn't scoring, just the fact that she was helping kind of put some ticks next to those names of the Hilo players. That's a win right there. She's making life more difficult for David Kaneshiro's squad as the first free throw up and good to make it a 13-12 lead for the Sharks. Two minutes remaining here in the first quarter. Second free throw, same result, makes it a 14-12 game as Ella Burge checks back on in for Obrey. Getting a nice needed break after, uh, like we were saying, her activity here early on. Kiona Loftus into the game for the first time, and Haley Masaki returns for the Sharks. 
HP employing some three-quarter court pressure. And like we said last game, you're not necessarily doing that to get the steal. You're just trying to keep Hilo from getting into its offense as quick as they have been. Yeah, it throws off the rhythm of the offense. And here, that one thrown away by UH. Hilo was looking to get it into Kamaka Viva Ole. Back the other way in transition comes HPU. Barry leaves a layup short. And loose ball foul going to go against the Sharks. And so far, HPU kind of a lingering hangover from what they suffered from against Chaminade is the failure to execute those quote-unquote easy the layups, the, bu the bunnies, the ones that 9 out of 10 you make, but today, HPU not connecting. Burge picking up her second foul there as the Sharks lead the Vulcans 14-12 with under 90 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Here's Kaylee Cruz on the right wing, guarded by Jordan Jensen. She'll give off to Kamaka Viva Ole. Kamaka Viva Ole spinning, flips up a running layup, can't get it to go, rebounded by Loftus, and quickly the other way comes HPU. Masaki flips it, Loftus, shot fake, one dribble pull up now from the straightaway key, knocks it down, 16-12 now HPU leads as we're under a minute left here in the first quarter. Nice job by Loftus, letting the defender fly by, let her kind of hang in the air, popped about five feet closer than her original shot, made the two. Very nice use of a shot fake there from the senior out of Texas. Here's Melanie Hugh, swings over one more to Harmon, knocks down the right wing three, a big time triple for the Vulcans. Makes it a one point game with 30 seconds left here in the opening quarter of play. Haley Masaki will hold it on out about four seconds between the game clock and the shot clock. Masaki will give it on off to Jensen. Ball swung back around the arc to Masaki on the left wing. Masaki works with a pick and roll now. Tries to find Ella Burge too low. Ball stolen away by Kamaka Viva Ole and the Vulcans. Quickly the other way with five to work. Here's Harmon. Can't get it to go. Might have been blocked. And that'll do it here in the first quarter of play. HPU leads UH Hilo 16-15 after 10 minutes. Don't go too far. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Welcome back on Into the Shark Tank. Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera bringing you all the action of this midday matchup between intra-island foes, Kyle. UH Hilo taking on HPU here today. The Sharks leading 16-15 after one quarter of play. It's the Vulcans' ball first to open things up here in the second quarter. Right wing three knocks it down. Kaylee Cruz pure from long range to give the lead back to Hilo here. In the early going in the second quarter, Masaki back the other way, will cross over, drives the lane, and fouled on the way up. She'll head to the line for a pair. Good job by Masaki being aggressive there, attacking the rim. And while Masaki draws the foul on this end, I, you got to give credit to UH Hilo. I believe that's now the fourth three, and they are all been set up by either extra passes or kind of a screen and roll action. So good job exploiting the HPU defense, making those threes. First free throw up and good for Masaki. And I'm glad you bring that up because you're spot on, Kyle. Hilo doing an excellent job not forcing anything on offense. In fact, just moving the ball until there's so much room that it would be an embarrassment not to shoot. Second free throw is good for Masaki to knock this one back up at 18, just 25 seconds into the second quarter. Here's Cruz, guarded closely by Masaki. We'll swing off to Hugh. One more to Agonius, who will drive the lane against Jensen. 
Steps through, puts it up, and puts it in off glass. Back ahead go the Vulcans, 20-18 now. Scoring on their first two possessions here in the second quarter, Masaki gives off to Loftus. Right corner three, knocks it on through. Beautiful three ball right there by Kiona Loftus. She's two for two here early on for the Sharks as HPU leads 21-20. And Loftus has that look in her eye today. She's really dialed in, not only making her shots, but playing really good defense too. Making some switches in the man defensive attack for HPU, trying to cause some harm for Hilo. Here's Kamaka Viva Ole working against Jones and on the way up she got bumped believe by Megan Jones that's the case and Kamaka Viva Ole will head to the line for a pair and the Vulcans trailing by one the first foul on the Sharks here in the second quarter the first foul on Megan Jones here this afternoon and so far the free throw battle has been leaning in HPU's favor because they've been very aggressive down low but to Hilo's credit the opportunities that have been availed to them. They've been making the free throws too. So it's good, good to see the fundamentals. For sure, good to see the fundamentals. But it, it is something that both of these teams, it, it's almost counter opposites as both free throws are good for Kamaka Viva Ole there to push UH Hilo back ahead. Hilo only makes about eight free throws a contest, whereas on the other side for HPU, 16 and a half they average to make per game. So a nice job by HPU typically to get to the line. It's just about making them once they're there. Foul down low, going to go against Kamaka Viva Ole, her first. The Vulcan's second. Baseline out of bounds now for HPU. Masaki will look and find Obri. Gets it right back in their left corner now. Drives, kicks it on out to Leslie Mojica. Mojica, right-hand drive. Spins into the lane, gets it knocked out of bounds off Hilo last. 11 seconds remain on the shot clock as Allison Ross will check back on into the contest for HPU, replacing Haley Masaki. And just keep an eye on it, Masaki favoring her right leg a bit, as she has been all season. Hopefully it's just a minor nick as she tries to work out the kinks there. Here's Obrey, gives off to Mojica. Mojica with five on the shot clock, gives back to Obrey with three. Obrey. Gives to Loftus, who chucks it up and barely grazes the rim, but grazes the rim nonetheless. Rebounded by Hilo and given off to Kamaka Viva Ole. Kamalu driving against Megan Jones, tries to find a cutting Sua Godine, but stolen away by HPU. Good active hands once again by the Sharks. Leslie Mojica gives the ball over on the right wing. One more pass up top. Allison Ross, straightaway three, comes up short, no good. Ball knocked around. Kiona Loftus comes up with a great hustle once again by the senior. She's made a difference off the bench today for HPU. Allison Ross now with 15. Drives. Feeds down low to Jones. Good extra pass out to Mojica. Mojica shot fake, puts up the floater. A little too long off the mark. And now Kamaka Viva Ole will clear. Yeah, and Mojica playing with Kamako Viva Ole there, <laughs> trying to steal the ball three times, and the veteran player is kind of like, get off me, young one. I'm going to show you how it's done. If I'm not mistaken, Kamako Viva Ole now a fifth-year senior, so she's seen a few tricks in her time at the college level. She's only four years behind that Miami tight end, right? <laughs> Here's Agonius. Her floater rattles around the rim. No good. Offensive rebound by Noel Sua Gonet. And another opportunity now for the Vulcans. Sua Godone spins in the lane, working against Obrey, puts it up, but is fouled. 
Couldn't get the layup to go, but we'll head to the line for a pair now, going against her former KS Kapalama teammate. And Fursua got an A, a nice move there because she basically created enough space where she wouldn't get blocked, and even if she didn't make that shot, she got fouled. So it's almost a win-win-win situation by, by the footwork she used and then the spacing on the court. Sua Godinay steps to the line for a pair of free throws, just a 40% free throw shooter on the year as her first free throw is long off the mark. I was saying before, not exactly what UH Hilo wants to do is get to the free throw line, but let their offense do the rest as the second free throw is good to make it a two-point advantage for the Vulcans. This season, UH Hilo shooting under 65% from the charity stripe, 64.8% as a team. Erica Glenn back into the game for the first time while for HPU. Allison Ross playing catch with Kalina Obrey. Post feed down low to Megan Jones who flips up the left-handed hook to tie it on up at 23. 6.30 remaining here in the second quarter. As HPU coming out with a bit of fire here today against a, a quality UH Hilo team. And uh, you can see certainly some frustration after the loss Thursday. It took them some time to get into their rhythm but now looking pretty good on both ends step back jumper from the elbow there speaking of looking good by erica ingram goes on down puts the vulcans back ahead 25 23 erica glenn will hand off to ross who swings around the arc to mohica post feed down low to megan jones who gets double teamed ball knocked away swung back out mohica left wing three no good air ball but rebounded by allison ross but she was out of bounds when she caught it, so it'll go the Vulcan's way. And for Mojica, her energy is great, but she's showing a little bit of her inexperience, kind of rushing her shot. She had that running layup that she missed, and then that long three there hit nothing but nothing, as maybe she needs to close the door over in the corner and dial in that shot a bit more. And just as you say that, Mojica checks out of the game. Tiana Holland checks on in, so perhaps Coach Ray Alvarado just wanted to give a little coaching point to his young freshman as well, replacing with his former starting point guard. Megan Jones blocks it away. Sua Godinay tried to get it up over the six foot three shot blocker, but works out in the favor of the Vulcans anyway. Straightaway three by Melanie Hugh is pure. And now a five-point advantage for the Vulcans with 5.22 left in the first half. For Hilo, they always seem to have a shooter ready to go. Props to them for running their offense, knowing that they don't have the inside power, but why not stick with that three-point shot? They're just a very well-coached team. Allison Ross, long three-pointer off the mark, puts her hands on her head and uh, frustrated with the way that one went as Haley Masaki will check back on into the game, checking on in for Ross after that one. Alvarado... Not exactly pleased with the shot selection there. That's now two straight air balls, I believe, and three out of the last shot, four shots airballed by HPU. So they need to recalibrate that shot a bit because Hilo's not going to give them any room to get back in this game. No. Kendall Oda into the game for UH Hilo, manning the point guard duties. Here's Soto guarding, or pardon me, driving against Holland. Left wing three that time for Kendall Oda is off the mark, the freshman out of Torrance, California. Rushing it there. Got a timeout on the floor. We'll take one, two. UH Hilo leading HPU 28-23 behind some hot shooting from long range. Don't go too far. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 
Yayu sunglasses are designed with you in mind. The ball player. The construction worker. The fashionista. The outdoorsman. Or woman. You want it? Let's get it. Type in Ya, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu. It's that simple to get the most versatile sunglasses on the market. Ultra lightweight, OSHA approved, wraparound sunglasses with four removable lenses that will make everyone say, Ya, you. Type in Ya, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu to shop today. Back to more HPU Sharks basketball presented by Hawaii Pacific Health on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back on Into the Shark Tank. Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera bringing you all the action from the former St. Francis gym today. A doubleheader between HPU and UH Hilo, the inter-island rivals here as Haley Masaki will drive the lane and finds a cutting Ella Burge who will lay it up and in a beautiful look right there by Masaki and a great job by Burge moving without the ball cuts it to a three-point deficit for the Sharks. Great job by coach Alvarado and his staff drawing up that play out of a timeout. That's always a sign of a good coach is when you can use those not only called timeouts but natural breaks in the action to draw up a great play. Absolutely as Soto is fouled on her way to the cup. She'll head to the line for a pair. Foul goes against number 12, Tiana Holland. It's her first, the Sharks' third of this second quarter. Yeah, UH Hilo definitely showing their speed today. HPU a little slow to transition and kind of rotate defenders there, and that resulted in the foul shot. So it was first free throw, long off the mark, no good. It will remain a three-point lead for UH Hilo. want to take this opportunity to remind you this broadcast is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Hawaii Pacific Health takes the team approach to providing the expert care you need when and where you need it. Together, we are creating a healthier Hawaii. Second free throw for Soto, long no good as well as the lead remains three for the Vulcans. Haley Masaki driving, kicks on out to Erica Glenn on the right wing. Back up top, finds its way to Masaki. Straightaway three, off back iron, no good. Ball finds its way to Megan Jones. Offensive rebound, extra pass one more in the left corner. Tiana Holland, off the mark, no good. Ella Burge comes up, a third opportunity, and now Burge, back-to-back -back buckets for the Swedish forward. And now just a one-point deficit for HPU. 28-27, they trail with 3.30 remaining here in the opening half of play. Good job by HPU there. Not making a great percentage of their shots, but the hustle is here today. Super stoked to see that, getting the second-chance opportunities. That's what you're going to need against the quality team that is UH Hilo. Here's Noah Godinette, or Sua Godinette, pardon me. Soto now straight away three, no good. Great box out there by Ella Burge to secure the defensive rebound. And now HPU will come back the other way, looking to take the lead. Erica Glenn over to Burge on the left wing. Burge will hand off. No. Now a backdoor cut by Holland. Back to Burge. Up top to Masaki. Swung around the arc over to Erica Glenn. Glenn will use a screen from Megan Jones. Shot way off the mark, but she got hit on the way up. So she'll head to the line for a pair with 2.52 remaining here in the first half. Four subs checking into the game for UH Hilo. Only one player remaining on the floor for them, and that is number four, Melanie Hugh, the sophomore guard out of Gresham, Oregon. And a couple of big free throws here for HPU, down by just one. They can get their lead, first lead for the first time since, I believe, late in the first quarter. Erica Glenn puts in the first free throw to knock things up at 28 apiece. Second free throw on the way. 
Second free throw, same result as the first as HPU leads 29-28 with under three minutes remaining here in the second quarter as the Sharks continuing to fight here at home after a brutal loss this past Thursday at Chaminade, breaking a 40-game win streak against the Silver Swords. Here's Kamaka Viva Ole. Might have gotten away with a travel, but works through some contact of Megan Jones to get a layup to go. Back ahead goes UH Hilo, 30-29. Glenn, handoff to Holland. Crossover in the lane. Now we'll skip back up top to Haley Masaki. Masaki post feed down low to Megan Jones, who gets hit in the face. No foul called. She's a little upset about that. Masaki using the Jones screen. Drives, kick out into the lower left corner. Finds Obrey, who will drive. Floats it on up to Megan Jones. And going to get a foul called on the post feed going against number three. That's Kaylee Cruz. Pardon me, Kylie Cruz. The fourth foul against UH Hilo. Second foul against Cruz here in this one. As Jordan Jensen checking into the game for the frustrated Megan Jones. Just looks like Ray Alvarado trying to give his big an opportunity to let cooler heads prevail after some increased physicality from the Vulcans down low. Erica Glenn will take it. Baseline out of bounds for HPU. 20 on the shot clock. Skips it up top to Leslie Mojica, right back into the corner for Glenn. Feeds down low for Jones, or Jensen, pardon me. Erica Glenn, right wing three, comes up short. Offensive rebound, Leslie Mojica, 10 on the shot clock. Gives it up top to Masaki with six. Masaki with five, into the corner for Jensen. Jensen, left corner three, off the rim, no good. Rebounded by Hilo and trap in the backcourt now. Going to get a jump ball called. Great defense there by Haley Masaki, and the possession arrow favors the Sharks. So a turnover forced by HPU. Yeah, and Masaki was lucky there. She wasn't whistled for a foul. She basically put Harmon in a bear hug, but she grabbed the ball. So I guess the referee said, no harm, no foul there. Jump ball. <laughs> Literally no harm, no foul. <laughs> Haley Masaki with a fresh shot clock now will kick it on to Obrey. Finds a wide open Erica Glenn, who drills the straightaway three. Erica Glenn with a long-range jumper to put the HPU Sharks back ahead. 32-30 with under 90 seconds remaining here in the opening half of play. Here's Agonius working against Glenn. Skips it back on out, trying to find Melanie Hugh. Ball tipped away, finds its way over to Cruz. Here's Harmon. Harmon puts up the floater. Off rim, no good. Rebounded by Jensen, and back the other way comes HPU. Masaki quickly into the left corner for Glenn, who drives baseline. Tries to find Obrey, but quickly stolen away by her former KSK teammate, who puts up the transition layup. Noel Sua Godinay can't get the layup to go, but a blocking foul going to get called against Jensen, sending the Kailua Hawaii product to the charity stripe. And Sua Godinay did a good job there, knowing she wasn't even going for the basket. She went for the contact first when she knew she was going to get the whistle, threw it up, got that shooting foul. It's almost counterintuitive, right? Normally you would think I'm going to focus on the basket, then get fouled, but she went toward the contact and gets the fourth foul called against HPU. Just under a minute left to go. And a slight pause in the action here as Erica Glenn hunched over a little bit and getting checked out by the athletic staff walking immediately to the locker room. She's replaced by Allison Ross. That's your sports injury report brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. First free throw for Sua Godinay is long and no good. And for HPU here, 56.4 seconds left in the first half. Hopefully they can get the missed free throw and a rebound. 
And that's not the case here. Sue Gaudene makes her second free throw, but still up by one. HP can get a two-for-one opportunity right now. As you said, an opportunity to get two shots here in the final minute as opposed to just one for Hilo and go into halftime potentially with a multi-possession lead. Haley Masaki with 15 on the shot clock. Will drive now. Pulls up. Gives it to Obrey, who will put it up from the left elbow. Bounces around the rim, no good. Rebounded by Hilo. And Kamaka Viva Ole will no-look pass into the right corner. Finds Harmon, who drives the lane. Harmon loses it. Somehow finds its way over to Melanie Hugh. And a late whistle here. Going to get a travel called against Hugh. So, nonetheless, ball don't lie, I think. But that was interesting because the referee didn't call it until Coach Alvarado reminded him, hey, she just took about four steps. What are you doing? <laughs> and then he made the call. So props to the ref there listening to the cool-headed coach. At the end of the day, the right call was made, and now 10 seconds on the game clock. Masaki with six. Masaki with five. Four. Masaki into the corner. Finds Allison Ross. Puts it up. Long no good off the mark, and that'll end the first half. HPU leads 32-31 after 20 minutes of play. Don't go too far. We'll break down all the action here on HSRN. And you're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Welcome back on into the Shark Tank. Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera bringing you all the action of a doubleheader today between UH Hilo and HPU. First up, the women's basketball teams taking on each other. And at halftime, it's the Sharks leading the Vulcans 32-31. And Kyle, so far, we've seen some up and down play from HPU. But nonetheless, if you are Coach Ray Alvarado, you have to, I would imagine, be pleased overall about your team's play through one half after a very disappointing loss this past Thursday. Yeah, we just heard over the, the PA system, ABC by the Jackson 5, right? And that's what it comes down to for HPU, the fundamentals, the ABCs of basketball. You get good shots, you rebound, and you hustle. So far today, HPU is doing that. And on Thursday in their loss to Chaminade, they maybe shot the ball, but that was about it. So it's <laughs> nice to see them turning it around. And now it's all about, as you mentioned in your one of your keys to the game, finishing they had the lead now hang on to it and win the game you're right I, I had a couple of keys to this one coming on into the day one of them obviously defense that's what coach Ray Alvarado when I talked to him to start the year said he wanted to build his program's foundation on was the defense and obviously that takes some time to to get going and whatnot through or pardon me through two quarters of play 31 points holding Hilo a little bit under pace for what their usual average is at 65 points per game but gonna have to turn it up even more in this second half on the defensive end and that means not fouling as much as they've been whistled for and also finishing these defensive possessions with a defensive rebound not allowing those second chance opportunities for the Vulcans yeah and going back to Hilo we mentioned they do a great job of leaking out for those easy three-point opportunities I believe they've made five so far in the first half, and all five of them have been wide open, non-contested at all. So HPU, maybe you want to look at expanding your defense a bit. They 
They kind of played a, a man uh, scheme with some zone. Maybe widen that out, knowing that you have the, the power and the size down low, and maybe you can leak your guards out a bit to help with the three. And, and then before you also mentioned the other key, the finishing the gimmies, that's something that will continue to be important as this one goes on. They've been much better from the free throw line today than they were Thursdays. They went 22 of 33 from the charity stripe against the Silver Swords through one half of play today. Nine of 10 from the free throw line. A much, much needed improvement for the Sharks should they want to come up with a win as Paco Loco starting to show off his basketball skills for the beautiful people here in attendance. And I've got to say, if you have not been to the Shark Tank and seen Paco Loco in action or heard him, it's almost worth worth the price of admission for watching basketball because he's quite a character. So come on. You have quite a bit of time left. You can catch the rest of the women's game, and then we're going to be here for the men's game too right here on HSRN. And it's going to be a really special day here as well if you are tuning in and you're on the fence about wanting to come in to support the men later on today. Perhaps you can't make it for the women's game. I, I do recommend making it on in for the men's game. It is Cam's Helmets Day. It's the, the 12th annual Cam's Helmets Day that HPU has put on, obviously. Cam Steinoff, a former HPU men's basketball player, the 2008 Hawaii State Player of the Year actually. Actually, a Punahou alum passed away following a, uh, a tragic skateboarding accident, suffered a head injury in that one in which he was not wearing a helmet. And in, in the years since, 12 games have now or will now have been put on in which HPU partners up with TNT Tinting and the Steinoff family to hand out free helmets to the public so that things like this don't happen again. And in total, over 1,500 let me say that again, 1,500 free helmets given away to the youth since 2011 following Steinoff's passing. So uh, a big day here in the Shark Tank, a big-time first half from HPU's women's basketball program leading the Vulcans 32-31 at the break. Don't go too far. We'll give you the stats at the halftime break as well. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back to more HPU basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network and streaming live at hawaiisportsradio.com. Welcome back on into the Shark Tank. Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera bringing you all the action of the doubleheader today between UH Hilo and HPU. Right now, the women's basketball programs taking on each other. It's the Sharks leading the Vulcans 32-31 at halftime. And Kyle, we were talking a little bit during the break how this is a very big game for both sides should they come up with a win in terms of the PacWest standings. Yeah, and you never want to get too far ahead of yourself, Paul, but looking at the PacWest standings, like you mentioned, HPU and UH Hilo are near the bottom of the, the conference. Hilo right now in seventh place, Hawaii Pacific second from last. But if Hilo were to win today, they're right in playoff contention. And if HPU can get that much-needed win today and then rattle off maybe three out of the next four, they're right in it as well. So even though you know they're struggling a bit, HPU is 2-5 and five in conference so far. Still a lot of room to improve, so it's nice to see 
the Sharks rallying behind Coach Alvarado today. Yeah, both teams really can look at this one as almost a springboard type of game going into this next meet part of their schedule where it's going to be really important to string together wins. Hilo comes into today winners of their last one game and then obviously HBU falling this past Thursday. Neither of them comes in on some wild stretch one way or another. So this is a good way for you to boost yourself into that second half of the Pac West schedule. Want to give you some quick statistics from that first half before we come back for the third quarter. For HPU, three different scorers leading the way with six points apiece. That's Kalina Obrey, Ella Burge, and Erica Glenn all chipping in six points apiece. Haley Masaki with five of her own to go along with a pair of assists in 13 minutes starting the game. And then over on the other side for UH Hilo leading all scorers with nine points. It's Kirsten Agonius mentioned it before in the first half, the leading scorer this season for the Vulcans, averaging just a hair under 12 points per game, more than three quarters of the way there through just one half of play. Behind her, six points for Kylie Cruz, the five foot two guard out of California. Yeah, and I mentioned earlier, cruise control, right? She was hitting from everywhere. She's one of those players that can leak out and hit the easy three. And for Agonius, she's she's very smooth, very fluid. And she also, you know, has the ability to, to pass it and shoot it. So you can't really focus on, okay, I see her driving. She's going to shoot because she can always kick it out. And then you can't give her space because then she can make the easy layup. So definitely a couple of players they, um, that HPU wants the key on for the second half. A really well-rounded player. Speaking of well-rounded players, something that HPU has done very well, keeping Kamalu Kamakaviva Ole kind of under wraps through one half of play. The, the do-it-all wing forward guard, kind of do-it-all player for UH Hilo coming into this one. She was averaging 11 points, six boards, nearly two steals and a block per contest through one half of play. Just four points and two rebounds. Uh, so it just not what we're used to seeing from Kamakaviva Ole through one half of play. Should HPU want to pull out a big-time win here at home and reignite their playoff hopes in the Pac West would be a big-time uh, win today and would go a long way to continue to hold Kamakaviva Ole under wraps. Yeah, and for Kamalu, one of the tough things for her is because Hilo is such a small lineup, they technically play a five-guard lineup with Kamalu being the tallest guard. Therefore, she has to guard the bigs for HPU. So I'm guessing a lot of her energy has been tapped just trying to handle the load that Obrey and Jones bring to the table. That's an excellent point by you. And when we come back, we'll see how much energy both of these sides have left after a hard-fought first half. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Welcome back on into the Shark Tank. Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera bringing you all the action of today's doubleheader between HPU and UH Hilo, the inter-island rivalry, a PacWest rivalry, and a big-time game for the PacWest standings between these two women's basketball programs here as HPU leads 32-31. As we start the third quarter, it will be Vulcans basketball to get things going. Yeah, Paul, I'd venture to say after our halftime discussion, 
this is a must-win game for HPU at this point, talking about how low they are in the standings, but how big of a jump they can make with a win today and maybe a win in three out of the next four games. So the, the win streak starts now. Let's see if they can hold on or maybe build on this one-point lead. Not even to mention, should they want to sneak into the back end of the playoffs, they might be fighting against this same UH Hilo squad for one spot only. So this game incredibly important as Kamaka Viva Ole's first shot of the second half is off the mark, no good. Haley Masaki will find Obri over on the right wing. Post feed down low to Ella Burge. Foul before the shot will go against Melanie Hugh. First of the second half, first of this third quarter, the second of the game on Hugh. It'll be baseline out of bounds now for HPU. Good job by the Sharks getting that first foul only 25 seconds into this half. Definitely trying to get back to the free throw line doing an excellent job continuing to stay aggressive through the break so far. Allison Ross now will pull it on back, feed down low to Megan Jones. Jones to a cutting Burge. Burge's shot off back iron, no good, but gets her own miss and will give off to Ross with a fresh 20. Masaki up top calls out the offense, will drive and hand off to Burge. Pick and roll now gives to Ross, down low to Jones, extra pass out into the corner to Masaki, back to Jones, puts it up, can't get the layup to go, but push in the back by Kamaka Viva Ole will result in a pair of free throws for Jones and an opportunity to add to this lead as Kamaka Viva Ole picks up her second foul. And Paul, you mentioned during our Shamanad game a few days ago that Jones isn't known for her offense, but... Her footwork there and her ability to draw the foul more than makes up for any kind of shooting uh, addition she could make. <laughs> Fair enough there as the first free throw drops on down for Jones. Second as she one makes two free throws, right? Rattles on through <laughs> as well. And just like that, all she needs is uh, she needs those doubters to put, you know, that doubt on her. 34-31 now HPU leads following the pair of free throws from the six foot three transfer from UC San Diego, or pardon me, UC Davis. Kamaka Viva Ole from the right corner, off the mark a little bit long, ball knocked around, and loose ball going to get a foul called, I believe, against the Vulcans. It will go against Kirsten Agonius, her second, the team's third, as bodies hit the floor right there, and it looked like Ella Birch took the brunt of the hit. Wow, and I can see whether UH Hilo coach... Coach David Carnesero is upset because that looked like HPU initiated the contact by two players on two of his players, and yet HPU got the call. Now the third team foul against Hilo, not even two minutes into this second half. And that's a really good call out by you. Three fouls drawn by HPU already as Kalina Obrey's pass is stolen away by Janice Harmon. Pass ahead to Kylie Cruz. Cruz picks up her dribble in the lane. Might have gotten away with one. Gives it back out to Kamalu Kamaka Viva Ole, who tries to drop it on off, but going to get a kick ball violation. So baseline out of bounds. Resets the shot clock to 20 for the Vulcans. Yeah, HPU fortunate there that they weren't called for a foul because the reason the ball was kicked was the Hilo player stumbled after being pushed. Mentioned it before. Three quick fouls against Hilo, but none drawn so far despite some contact in the lane there so we'll remain with the Vulcans here 20 on the shot clock 825 remaining here in the third quarter and as they wipe up some perspiration want to take this opportunity to remind you this game is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health when you choose a primary care physician affiliated with our sponsor Hawaii Pacific Health 
They take a personalized approach to prevention, wellness, and a healthier you. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash primary care. Inbounds goes to Kylie Cruz, drives against Masaki, puts up the running layup, but no good. Jump ball going to get called as Burge and Kamako Viva Ole get caught up. And possession arrow favors the Sharks. So good job there by Burge to secure that rebound, but also a good job by Kamaka Viva Ole to, at the very least, say, I'm not leaving here without something. I'm going to at least get us the possession arrow back. And something we'll look at for Kamaka Viva Ole, she's struggling as far as being overpowered by the bigs of HP, and she's starting to get frustrated. So we'll keep an eye on if that frustration boils over, which would benefit HPU. Absolutely. Erica Glenn's pass to Megan Jones gets to Jones, but knocked off of the big last. So a turnover for HPU. Tried to fit it into a pretty tight window right there. Nonetheless, still a three-point lead for the Sharks as we tick under eight minutes to play here in the third quarter. Here's Agonius driving the baseline, puts up the layup and up and in as she's into double digits now. 11 points on the afternoon to lead all scorers. Makes it a one-point game once again. Masaki drives against Kylie Cruz. Cut off there by Cruz, hands off to Ross. Ross over to Erica Glenn, who will drive with the left. Pivots, finds Ella Burge at the top of the key. Burge picks up her dribble in the lane, kicks it back out to Ross. Ross, right-handed dribble, puts up the floater, got it to go. Tough finish right there. Puts the Sharks back ahead by three. And Ross mentioned it on Thursday, a big-time addition for this HPU team. Spending the first semester away, a semester at sea, and her first game back at 27 points, averages 13 a contest in three games thus far. Kylie Cruz, reverse layup is no good, but was fouled on the way, so she'll head to the foul line for a pair of free throws as Haley Masaki whistled for her first and the Sharks' first of this third quarter. And the frustrating foul there because Cruz had no shot at that basket. She actually got rejected by the undercarriage of the rim. And I think Masaki, trying to chase her down, kind of lost control and ran into the smaller player. Yeah, the momentum once Cruz stopped, bumped right on into Masaki. Or, pardon me, bumped into Cruz, did Masaki. And a good call out by you as well as Cruz just putting up a wild shot that went off the bottom padding of the basket. So getting bailed out by the foul from Masaki. First free throw up and good for Cruz, who averages 10 points per game for the Vulcans. Knocks in her second free throw as she's up to eight points on the afternoon. Erica Glenn will bring it back the other way, running the point guard duties while Masaki is on the bench. Drives with the left, Ooh. spins, and travels. And that's actually a benefit to HPU because the travel now makes it baseline out of bounds instead of what would have been a steal and an easy transition bucket for Hilo. I'm glad you bring that up because that's something coaches talk about a lot. The difference between just regular turnovers and live ball turnovers where you can see the other team go back the other way and you don't get a chance to set up your defense. This time, the Sharks do exactly that. 15 on the shot clock as Sua Godine back into the game for the Vulcans. And traveling violation going to get whistled against Janice Harmon there as she got kind of stuck in no man's land, tried to get a pass off, but the window closed up very quickly. Instead, she travels. 
coach David Conishiro can't believe it. He thought there was a foul before the travel, but I think it was the right call because she took about three steps and then was pushed. But at that point, the turnover had already happened. All right. It's the old chicken or the egg. What came first, the travel or the foul? Erica Glenn here dishes off to Allison Ross, who looks at a Mojica backdoor cut, can't get it to her, gives it back up top to Glenn. Crossover dribble, kick out. Keona Loftus left wing three, off back iron, no good. Offensive rebound, good hustle there by Keona Loftus to get her own miss. Fresh 20 on the shot clock for HPU, leading by one. Six minutes left here in the third. Mojica over to Loftus on the left wing. Back to Mojica up top. Will drive using a Jones screen. Finds Allison Ross with five on the shot clock. Over to Loftus with three. Loftus with two. Puts up the left-handed layup. And Fiona Loftus once again, calm, cool, collected. Puts it on in. And back up to a three-point lead for HPU as the senior from Amarillo, Texas, has provided an awesome spark off the bench. And I know we're still relatively early in this game, but I think Fiona Loftus is our front runner for player of the game. She has to be at this point just for what she's done every time she has gotten a minute as that one off the mark for Hilo and cleared by HPU. Here's Allison Ross at the top of the key, gives over to the right wing to Glenn. Glenn drives the lane with the left, gets bumped, puts it up, no good, but was fouled. Heads the line for a pair of free throws, looking to add to this three-point HPU lead. And already now four team fouls on Hilo, so with 5-11 left to go in the third quarter, the next foul, either a loose ball or a defensive foul by Hilo, will result in two free throws. And for those of you listening, you might think, oh, what about the one-on-one? Well, in this format, you basically go straight to the double bonus, which is huge for HPU. And that's a good explanation by you because it wasn't always that way. It did make a change. Not recently, I shouldn't say, because years just continue to fly by in my life as first free throw comes up short for Glenn. But it is something that you, you've seen the change in both the men's and women's game as... Glenn's free throw, second free throw is up and good. And when I say men's and women's game, I mean the change as in it's not the same. With the women's game, you have five fouls into the double bonus. With the men, you still have that one and one. So after making one and missing one for Erica Glenn, it's now a four-point lead for HPU with five minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Three-pointer there for Jasmine Soto off the mark. Offensive rebound by Sua Godinay. Can't get the hook shot to go, but was bumped on the way up. So we'll head to the line for a pair. And right on cue, HPU going back to their bigger lineup is coming in as Ella Burge and Megan Jones off the bench. So they're going to have, after this timeout, three tall towers down low. As you said, when we come back from this timeout, three tall towers down low for HPU. A four-point lead for HPU right now. 4.57 remaining here in the third quarter. Don't go too far. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Discover a personalized approach to a healthier you at Hawaii Pacific Health Bone and Joint Centers. Our comprehensive centers offer adult and pediatric sports medicine, orthopedic care, and rheumatology services. We're focused on your mobility and quality of life. Our clinic in Kahala also provides walk-in services for minor bone and joint conditions. So stay active and keep doing what you love. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash boneandjointcenters. Back to more HPU Sharks basketball presented by Hawaii Pacific Health on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back on Into the Shark Tank where HPU leads UH Hilo 39-36. 
after Noel Sua Godinay's first free throw is up and good. Kyle, we continue to see a real back-and-forth affair, a hard-fought battle here inside the Shark Tank as second free throw comes up short and jump ball going to get called after Erica Ingram comes up with the offensive rebound possession arrow favoring the Vulcans, so it'll be baseline out of bounds with 20 on the shot clock. Yeah, it's refreshing to see both teams making the hustle plays so far. Normally you have one team that really excels by making the hustle plays. Today we have both teams doing just that. And as I mentioned that, there's our designated hustler, Leslie Mojica, getting the rebound following the Kamaka Viva Ole Miss. And that's really what you have to do when you're a freshman at the college level to make your mark. You have to hustle, and Mojica has done exactly that. Kalina Obrey will get back to Mojica. Mojica drives gives to the left corner for Ella Burge. Feeds now down into the post to Jones. Back out for Mojica, left wing three. The freshman Leslie Mojica drills the triple, and it's a 42-36 lead. I believe this is the largest lead of the game for HPU so far, and there goes Mojica, right? Hustling to get the rebound, then she gets the three on the offensive side. She's picking up full court as well, just exactly what you want as that one blocked away by Ella Burge, but a foul gonna be called going to get Mojica reaching on in from behind so it will send Soto to the line and with a break in the action we'll pause 10 seconds for station identification you're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball presented by Hawaii Pacific Health. KGU AM K236CR Honolulu is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Back to live action here inside the Shark Tank as the first free throw goes off back iron for Soto. No good. Remains a six-point deficit for the visiting Vulcans. Second free throw on the way. Want to remind you, if you are a big HPU Athletics fan, you can tune in every week on Thursday to tune in to Sharks Weekly, a deep dive into HPU Athletics Thursday mornings at 9 a.m. Or get it on demand at thehawaiisportsradio.com and click on the HPU Sharks tab. Second free throw up and good for Soto. Makes it a five-point lead for HPU. Allison Ross using the Obrey screen over on the left wing. Ball finds its way to Leslie Mojica, who will drive, kicks Left elbow jumper for Obrey, no good. Ball tipped around once again. Leslie Mojica in the lane, kept that one alive, and now she drills a right wing three. Leslie Mojica once again with her fingerprints all over this one. And I think Mojica heard us say that Keona Loftus might be our player of the game. She says, what? I'm not going to let that senior take that award. I'm getting it as a freshman. She said, not yet, not so fast, as she continues playing hard defense on the other end, up to an eight-point lead for HPU as the ball's knocked out of bounds off Allison Ross last. Nice job there by the junior guard out of Boise, Idaho, to almost pick the pocket of a Vulcans guard. And a really good job by HPU now out to an eight-point lead. Quite the role reversal from when they were down at this point of the game by 12 to Shamana just two days ago. What a difference a couple of days can make. Here's Kamaka Viva Ole puts up the hook shot in the lane against Obrey. Can't get it to go. Nice strong defense there by the smaller Obrey. And the ball tapped out and secured by Haley Masaki. Masaki uses a Megan Jones screen, picks up her dribble, and has her pass knocked away right there. Here's Agonius in transition. will lay it up on in. Cuts it down to a six-point deficit now for Hilo with under three minutes remaining here in the third quarter. I'm really impressed by Agonis' game playing both ends, getting that transition bucket for Hilo. Here's Obrey up top. Will give over to Masaki. A swing down low to Megan Jones. Jones 
with nobody around her. Gets the ball knocked out of her hands and off of Jones last. A little bit of contact, but Jones not getting a call right there. 45-39 as good active hands from the Vulcans produce another turnover. Yeah, and Sua Godine did a good job there. Not only did she block it, but then she kind of let the hands go and let Jones volleyball spike it out of bounds. So not only did she get the block, but Hilo gets the ball. Just a quick swipe at the ball is all you need and an excellent job, like you said, by Sua Godine. Oh, here's Agonius potentially getting away with a carry. Over to the left wing for Soto. Soto gives up top to Harmon, who will swing one more to Sua Godine. Up top one more to Soto, and ball knocked out of bounds off HPU last. And with five seconds on the shot clock, it'll remain with the Vulcans. And a good job there as she exits the game now by Mojica. As I mentioned during halftime, HPU needs to crash out against those shooters of Hilo. They've been doing that. I don't think Hilo's hit a three here in the second half to this point. Hilo has not, uh, certainly not gotten as much room from three as we'd seen them getting in the first half there as here's Kylie Cruz continuing with one now. Straight away three for Soto. Off the mark, no good. And rebounded by HPU. Ball bounces around off Masaki last, but will secure and walk it on over the timeline as we're under two minutes left to play here in the third quarter. And I'm going to challenge HPU here. Build that lead from 6 to 10, play good defense, and make some easy buckets down low. That's an excellent goal for them to have and an attainable one at that. Masaki working with the Jones screen. Jones now in the post at the right block with three on the shot clock, puts up the right-handed hook. Ball touches every part of the left side of the rim and drops on through up to an eight-point lead now for HPU. And I say that because with four fouls, Hilo's going to back off a bit, and that opens up the paint for HPU. Tactically thinking, our Kyle Galdera, Kylie Cruz, pardon me, not Kylie Cruz, Janice Harmon drives the lane and puts it on up and in the Fresno, California product. Brings it back to six for the Vulcans. Masaki back the other way. Shot fake, puts up the left-handed layup, left short, rebounded by Sua Godine, and now a foul way away from the basket as Jordan Jensen will get whistled for it. The fourth foul against the Sharks, so now no more fouls to give as we have just 60 ticks left in the third. And I actually like that foul by Jordan Jensen there because it put an end to what could have been the start of a fast break for Hilo. As, as we mentioned, as long as you don't have those live ball turnovers, live ball transition opportunities, that really hampers Hilo, and HP is doing a good job of muddying things up. Here's Agonius, swings it on over to the right side and swatted away. Kylie Cruz tried to get it on over Megan Jones, but Jones averages 3.8 blocks per game, picking up another one right there, her second here this afternoon. Inbound goes to Kamaka Vivo Ole, back up top to Kylie Cruz with 10 on the shot clock. Will feed Agonius, working against Obri, pulls up for three, rolls around the rim, no good, rebounded by Megan Jones. And now with about two seconds between shot and game clock, the Sharks can all but hold for one. And the usual operating procedure is to run the shot clock down to about eight seconds and then make your move. So right now, Masaki halfway there. With 12 on the shot clock, Masaki catches back over on the right wing. Masaki with 10, uses the Jones screen, swings over to Holland in the corner with five, down low to Jones. Jones. Gets the ball almost stripped away, but a reaching Kamaka Viva Ole gets whistled for the foul. And just as you were saying before, four fouls? Well, suddenly it's five and now two free three throws for Megan Jones with 5.4 seconds remaining here and in the that, quarter. 
Pardon me, Paul. That's now the third time Jones has been whacked in the face. She's now kind of rubbing her right eye. Uh, so we'll see if she can shake that off. I always say aim for the middle basket, as she does right there. Swishes it on through to put it up to a seven-point lead. You can see the red marks on her face from catching a few elbows uh, as the second free throw rolls off the rim. No good. Here comes Agonius at the horn. Tried to bank it in. Almost did. And after three quarters of play, it'll be HPU leading UH Hilo. 48-41. Got an exciting 10 minutes in store for you. Don't go too far. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Welcome back on Into the Shark Tank. Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera bringing you all of the action here today. A double header between HPU and UH Hilo on the hardwood. First up, the women's basketball programs taking on each other as HPU leads UH Hilo 48-41 as we enter the fourth quarter of play right in front of our broadcast station. Tiana Holland will inbound the ball to Masaki. And we are underway here in the fourth. Quick double team thrown at Masaki. Skips it on over to Holland. Jumper from the elbow, no good. Offensive rebound by Kaylee Berry. Skips it on over. Finds a wide open Holland on the right wing. Off the mark, no good. Rebounded by Agonius. And early on, a different look defensively from UH Hilo in this fourth quarter. Agonius kicks it on out. Will find Harmon. Left wing three, no good. Comes up short. Rebounded by Kalina Obrey. And cleared by HPU. Yeah, great call by you, Paul, there. Basically, Hilo sagging their defense, expanding it out, forcing HPU to try to take those threes. A little bit more aggressive here, throwing some double teams at times as well. Pick and roll now between Obri and Masaki. Obri will put up the right-handed hook, left it short. Good defense there by Kamalu Kamakaviva Ole as the fifth-year senior. Not necessarily having her best scoring day, but continuing to impact the game in multiple ways. Ball swung over to the left wing to Melanie Hugh. One more down low to Kamakamaviva Ole. Swings to Agonius, who is fouled on the floor first, so her maiden layup will not count. Baseline out of bounds with 20 on the shot clock now for the Vulcans. And HPU needs to avoid what Hilo did in the previous quarter, is stay out of foul trouble because and the HPU just committed another foul. Hilo can get back in this game by making free throws and down by seven right now. You can't let them do that as HPU needs to hold on to this lead. Back-to-back -back fouls whistled against Ella Burge. Gives her four now as Megan Jones will check back into the game. And Kyle, that's an excellent point by you that part of the reason HPU was able to build up that lead and get out in front in that last quarter was a real change in philosophy on the defensive end for Hilo, being forced to play less aggressive as here's Kylie Cruz, left corner three, goes long, no good, rebounded by Kaylee Berry and the Sharks. I believe that's now the sixth air ball three by both teams today, so maybe this matinee action isn't quite fitting with their rhythm as Obrey draws the foul on Kamaka Viva Ole. Nice job. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe that's going to be Kamaka Viva Ole's fourth foul. And it is her fourth foul here with 8.38 remaining in the fourth quarter. The fifth-year senior wing will head to the bench for who knows how long here as Hilo trails by seven and Kalina Obrey steps to the line for a pair. Obrey's first free throw off back iron, no good, as she <laughs> lets out a little look of disgust that she missed that. <laughs> She's a very expressive player. Very. Obrey. 
Sets for her second free throw. We'll put it up. Knocks that one on through to put it up to an eight-point lead for the Sharks. 8.38 remaining in this one. Obrey averages just under seven points per contest, is an 88% free throw shooter, so you can see why she was a little frustrated that she missed the front end of those two shots. Kylie Cruz driving against Masaki will find Sua Godine. Sua Godine will kick out back to Harmon. Spins, pivots with eight on the shot clock, finds Cruz working against Masaki. Cruz bumped by Haley Masaki and just like that, the third team foul against the Sharks. Just 8-12, or pardon me, not even two minutes into this fourth quarter. And two more fouls will result in the bonus the rest of the way for Hilo. You can tell Hilo's making a concerted effort to draw fouls, basically seeing that their shots aren't falling. Let's get to the charity stripe and chip away that way. Best way to do it as Kylie Cruz mishandles a pass up top from Harmon, bounces out of bounds, and lucks out there for HPU, leading by 8, 801 remaining in this one. Haley Masaki running the point guard duties per usual, a Kamehameha Kapalama graduate, 5'5 five five junior guard. Works, finds up top Megan Jones, gets it right back on the right wing now with 15. Gets it knocked away and recovers near midcourt. Good defense there by Kirsten Agonius. Picks up her dribble once again, finds Obrey with five on the shot clock. And timeout going to be called by Ray Alvarado as he didn't like what his team was getting with four on the shot clock. Yeah, and just to keep an eye, you know, we've been looking at Haley Masaki with her right knee. Now Kalina Obrey kind of feeling down to her right foot a bit and we'll see if that plays a factor as she goes right to the athletic trainer to take a look so hopefully she's going to be okay yeah and as we have a timeout on the floor we'll take one as well 49 41 hpu leads uh hilo with 734 remaining don't go too far an exciting finish on the way you're listening to hpu sharks basketball on the hawaii sports radio network Back to more HPU basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network and streaming live at hawaiisportsradio.com. Welcome back on into the Shark Tank. Haley Masaki's layup was no good. And on the other end, Kirsten Agonius gets a tough layup to fall. Cuts it down to a six-point deficit for UH Hilo and the Vulcans with a little extra life here now that the fourth quarter has started. Erica Glenn back into the game for HPU along with Jordan Jensen and Ella Burge. Burge with four fouls. Erica Glenn swings it on out to Jensen. Pulls up from mid-range. No good. Burge another rebound. Ella Burge continues to be a menace against UH Hilo on the offensive glass today as she just her hustle and, and it goes to what the overlying point today we've been talking about Kyle where all of the Sharks have just had that extra grit grind and hustle to them today and that's why you see them up by six with under seven minutes remaining here in this one and not only did Burge get the rebound but she was fouled by Cruz so you kind of start to see now two fouls for Hilo if they can get up to that five mark again it's going to be a little easier sailing for the Sharks. Absolutely. Allison Ross also back into the game for HPU. Gives up top to Erica Glenn with six on the shot clock. Finds Megan Jones. Jones with three. Jones with two. Puts up the left-handed layup. Can't get it to go. And a shot clock violation by HPU. Nice defense there by the Vulcans. And 
We, we've seen this before, Kyle, some droughts in the scoring side of things for HPU, and uh, we talked about how they want to be known as a defensive program. This is how you make that your name, that your mark here with 6.30 remaining. You've held UH Hilo nearly 20 points below their season average. Can you close this one out? And more importantly, with Agonius on the bench, this is where you not only need to make stops, but surge ahead by at least double digits before their star comes back in. As Sua Godinay tried to test Megan Jones, and Jones blocked it away. And then a not very smart play right there by Sua Godinet as she, just a frustration foul after gets it getting it blocked away, fouls Jones about 90 feet away from the basket. And Kyle, just as you said before, well, now we look at the fouls. It's 3-3 on each side, uh, basically resetting all things. And if I was Coach Alvarado up by six, I would almost draw plays just to attack the post, regardless as if you, of if you score or not, as they do to Obrey, because if you get fouled, she doesn't, but she gets the bucket. You get those foul counts up, and now HPU up by eight. An incredibly tough move and finish right there by Kalina Obrey as she lets up a nice little smile after that one. A big-time bucket for the junior forward out of Kamehameha Kapalama. And we have a timeout on the floor. HPU leads 51-43, 5.50 remaining. We're going to step away. Don't go too far. This is HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Discover a personalized approach to a healthier you at Hawaii Pacific Health Bone and Joint Centers. Our comprehensive centers offer adult and pediatric sports medicine, orthopedic care, and rheumatology services. We're focused on your mobility and quality of life. Our clinic in Kahala also provides walk-in services for minor bone and joint conditions. So stay active and keep doing what you love. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash bone and joint centers. On into the Shark Tank Ball Brex. Kyle Galdera bringing you all the action of today's matinee. First of two games between UH Hilo and HPU as HPU leads the Vulcans 51 43. And Haley Masaki going to get whistled for a foul, bumped number 23, Kendall Odo, the freshman out of Torrance, California. And those two had been kind of bumping back and forth even before our last timeout. So, uh, Curious to keep that one an eye on it going forward as Masaki picks up her third. And also keep an eye on Komakoviva Ole back in the game with four fouls. Still 5.30 to go. As a three-second violation called, HPU gets that questionable call back its way. Glad you bring up Komakoviva Ole being back in the game as well. We were curious about how long Coach David Kanashiro would go without his do-it-all forward after she picked up her fourth foul just with about a minute into this fourth quarter as Masaki going to get fouled out on the left wing. Foul goes against number five, uh, Janice Harmon. It's her third, team's fourth. So now for both sides, the next foul and everyone thereafter will result in two free throws. I'm going to look for Obrey, who has the ball here, to pass it off. Now run low, get in the post, draw that fifth foul, make a couple of free throws. 
Yeah, it seems like that's what the Sharks have been trying to do is get these post touches. Now with five on the clock, running the pick and roll, gets it to Megan Jones at the top of the key. Straightaway three, bounce off the rim, no good. Leslie Mojica comes up with a second chance opportunity. Hirsch put back no good, but gets her own miss once again. And now another opportunity for HPU. Masaki at the left elbow, gives up top to Mojica. Mojica, step back three with ten, comes up a little bit off the mark to the left and rebounded by Harmon and the Vulcans. Under five minutes left to play in this one. HPU looking to beat UH Hilo and erase what was an embarrassing loss as Kalina Obrey comes up with a big-time swap there and a stop again on the defensive end, I said before, trying to come back from what, what was a tough loss for HPU on Thursday, a 40-game win streak against Chaminade snapped. Now looking to come up with a win here today. Ten on the shot clock for Masaki. She'll go with eight. Backdoor cut to Mojica. Lays it up, lays it on in. A ten-point lead now for HPU. Timeout by David Kanashiro and the Vulcans will keep it on here as HPU, all things clicking offensively, defensively, taking care of the basketball and the hustle. Everything coming up the Sharks way. And the interesting thing is you kind of live and die with the freshman uh, energy and mistakes of Mojica, right? She has that air ball three just a few positions ago and comes right back on the give and go from Masaki to a streaking Mojica for the easy two. And if you're Coach Alvarado, you live with that because it's basically evening itself out. But the energy that Mojica brings is, is an intangible that you can't really coach. So to see it as a freshman is a great sign for the Sharks. And spot on. The energy, the effort, those are two things that you'll hear coaches a lot of times, your attitude and your effort. Those are the two things that you always can control. You might not be hitting shots. You might not be having your, your best day out on the court, on the field, whatever. Maybe the officials aren't calling the game your way, but you can impact it through your attitude and a positive or a positive attitude and a positive effort so far that's what we've seen from Leslie Mojica putting in a layup to put the Sharks up by 10 here with 409 remaining if you're liking what you're hearing now and uh, perhaps you want to tune in for some more HPU Sharks athletics you can listen in on this Tuesday when the Sharks host Azusa Pacific for a critical Pack West battle you can catch all the action here on 95.1 FM, AM 760, and streaming on hawaiisportsradio.com. That's going to be a lot of fun, Paul. Azusa coming in undefeated on the women's side. So it would be nice if the Sharks can get the win here and maybe knock off the kings of the queens of the Pac-West on Tuesday. Here's Harmon, right wing three, no good. Hustle play there by Sua Godinay. Comes up with the offensive rebound and throws it off her former high school teammate, Kalina Obrey, which elicits a smile from the both of them as it now remains with the Vulcans 20 on the shot clock. I think Kalina was thinking, I remember when we used to do that on the same team and now you just got it off my knee. Well played. Well played indeed. Here's Kamaka Viva Ole working against Jones. Puts up the left-handed layup. A little too strong. Rebounded by Kalina Obrey. Good hustle there by the junior and now Mojica will bring it on over. Mojica crossover in the lane. Puts up the layup but gets fouled. <laughs> and... 
And, and as you figure out the player who made the foul, I just want to comment, Paul, that Mojica, normally in that situation, up by 10, you're going to take the air out of the ball. Mojica sprinted to the basket and gets fouled, and she's going to get two free throws. We've talked a little bit about the youth of Mojica showing at times, and certainly in that moment as first free throw goes off back iron. The foul was called against Kirsten Agonius, who did not agree with the call, told the official straight to his face that I got all ball. Luckily, uh, the official... I guess heard her out. Uh, second free throw up and good for Mojica. One for two trip for the freshman as it's up to an 11-point lead now for HPU. 3.30 remaining here in this one. Nice pressure by HPU slowing Hilo down so they can't chip into this 11-point deficit as quickly. It goes into what you were saying before of you don't need to force turnovers necessarily for it to be effective. Fall away jumper for Kamaka Viva Ole goes down as she kind of <laughs> goes finally Getting one to go over Megan Jones. Brings it back within single digits. A nine-point game now as HPU's Masaki will feed down low to Obrey. Pass out into the left corner. Finds in a wide open Allison Ross who drills it. 57-45 now. HPU leads. And with three minutes remaining, the Sharks have their largest lead of the contest. Nice time to get your biggest lead of the game. And nice to see HPU still playing aggressive even up this big. Getting that huge three right there. And that huge three will certainly come up big as this one goes on. Megan Jones whistled for her second foul and the fifth team foul here in the fourth quarter against the Sharks. Going to send Janice Harmon to the line for two. And now every foul on either side from here on out will result in two free throws. 2.43 remaining, a 12-point lead for HPU over visiting neighbor island UH Hilo. First free throw up and good for Harmon, makes it an 11-point game. Kiona Loftus getting ready to check into the game for HPU. Loftus, we mentioned before the impact she has had on this one, similar to Leslie Mojica, energy, effort, and just a calming presence, almost the opposite side of the youthful exuberance you see from Mojica. Second free throw for Harmon is good as UH Hilo will take timeout. We'll take, or pardon me, we'll keep it on here. And Kyle, we, we've talked a little bit throughout the broadcast of if HPU going to hold on. They need to do the little things. They need to win on the margins and they need to take care of business in-house. Knocking down free throws, making layups, and not turning the ball over too much. And really in the fourth quarter, when UH Hilo has turned up the heat on the defensive end, They've done an excellent job not fracturing in any of those categories. And I'm impressed with HPU's going away from what they did in the first half, which was settling for some rushed shots. Here, they're taking their time, poking and prodding, and doing a lot of give-and-go action that's frustrating Hilo, getting a lot of open shots for the Sharks, and that's why they've moved from a one-point halftime lead all the way now to up by 10. Excellent call out by you there as HPU looking to bounce back after a tough loss on the road Thursday to Chaminade. Allison Ross will get the inbound and bring it across the timeline, guarded closely by Melanie Hugh. Hand off to Kiona Loftus with 20 on the shot clock and 2.30 remaining in this one. Ball back over to Ross on the left wing. Gets a screen up top from Kalina Obrey. Sends a blitz double, or double team at her. Ball is loose, stolen away by UH Hilo. Ball stolen right back by Kalina Obrey. And Obrey is going to get fouled. And I believe it's going to go against Kamaka Viva Ole. It is, and that's her fifth. It'll end her day prematurely. 2.19 remaining in this one. 
and the Vulcans will try to make a double-digit comeback without one of their best players. And that was tough for Hilo because they worked really hard to force the turnover, but then the hustle of Obri to come back and help out, she picked up the loose ball. Not only that, but then got fouled, so she gets the opportunity for two more, and more importantly, took another 10 seconds or so off the game and shot clocks, making it a lot easier for HPU to figure out this victory. Now we just talked about winning on the margins, taking care of the ball, loose balls, getting after it as first free throw is good for Obrey. And right there, after a turnover, you don't put your head down, you don't give up, and you get right back. And in turn, you get two free throws, and that's exactly what you want to see if your coach Ray Alvarado. Second free throw comes up a little bit short for Obrey, a one for two trip there. Makes it an 11-point lead for HPU with two minutes remaining in this one. Hilo is going to start to have to go quick as Agonius is back into the game, and she got bumped on the way up by Kalina Obrey. So kind of like we said on Thursday for the Sharks, trying to come back late uh, by double digits. For UH Hilo now, you want to stop the clock, go to the line, and take those points off the board that way. And you make a great point. If you're HPU, you almost give up that layup because you'd rather give up two and keep the clock somewhat moving instead of let Hilo take their time, reset, make these free throws, and then have the opportunity to press on their defense. Press is also uh, an excellent call out by you, an added bonus as the second free throw goes off back iron, no good, rebounded by Allison Ross. So a 10-point game with 2.05 remaining. Ross will cross over and get it to Masaki up top. Masaki fouled by Kylie Cruz. And Cruz and head coach David Kaneshiro can't believe it. They thought that Cruz had the ball first. Masaki disagreed. So did the official. And at the end of the day, the official's opinion is the one that matters most. Sends Masaki to the line for a pair of free throws as Cruz picks up her fourth foul. And Masaki, an experienced ball hander, does a good job of putting her body between herself and the ball, not letting the defender make an easy pitch for it, which would have resulted in a jump ball. First free throw is good for Masaki. 73% free throw shooter on the season. Starting point guard for this Sharks team. Second free throw is good as well. A couple of clutch free throws right there. Put it back up to a 12-point lead for HPU. Here's Harmon, guarded closely by Leslie Mojica. She'll pull from the free throw line, knocks it on through, and a quick timeout from UH Hilo as it's back within 10. And David Kaneshiro, I have to imagine you just mentioned a press, Kyle. have to imagine this is where you draw up your best press, your most chaotic press, to try and force some mistakes from this HPU team that, to this point, has shown a nice job of holding on to the lead, but can they have they learned how to win quite yet? And speaking of pressing, right, we're in the, the midst of the NFL playoffs. If you're HPU... I'd look to counter that press by maybe sending a streaker down to the offensive side, maybe a nice long pass ahead to get either an easy bucket or take another 10, 15 seconds off the clock before Hilo fouls. No matter what you do, though, you get this ball in and then you have to be strong with the basketball because you know Hilo is not going to just let you lackadaisically dribble it on up the court. You have to be strong with the ball here once you get it on in. Ross gets it into Obrey, back to Ross, and we'll find Masaki. Masaki dribbles around a double team and will get bumped. Last second right there by Kirsten Agonius. And Agonius's fourth foul will send Masaki back to the line here as the Vulcans start to 
play the foul game, trying to extend this one as long as possible. And for Coach Conoshiro, he's basically telling his staff, how can we keep pressing if we keep getting these fouls that will foul out our top players? And to your point, uh, Gonius is one foul away from doing that and joining Komako Vivoli on the bench. Would be two of the top three scorers for this team out of the game as Masaki drills both free throws to make it a 12-point lead once again for Hawaii Pacific. Harmon guarded once again by Mojica, gets it across the timeline and now will drive with the right hands off to Agonius. Right wing three, off the mark, no good. Rebounded by Allison Ross and HPU puts the head to Mojica. Mojica now will pull it on back and give to Obri. Obri finds Masaki. And now, like you said before, Kyle, HPU starting to take some time off the clock. Timeout called by Coach Ray Alvarado just to kind of make sure his team is all on the same page here. 17 on the shot clock, so plenty of time to draw something up. We'll keep it on here as well. Looking ahead, uh, like I said before, next week, Tuesday, the Sharks will host Azusa Pacific in a critical PacWest matchup for both the men and the women. Mentioned it before at halftime. Should the Sharks come up with a win today, they vault themselves right back into that PacWest playoff conversation. And then you mentioned it uh, coming back from our previous timeout where Azusa Pacific's women are unbeaten to this point. Could you hand... Uh, Azusa, their biggest loss to this point. And I was going to say, as bad as Thursday's loss to Shamnad was, if you could knock off the undefeated PacWest team in Azusa, you almost make up for that ansom because you've made up that game in the standings and you've shown the entire conference that you're the team to beat, even though you might be near the bottom of the pack as far as the numbers go. A lot of games still left to be played, and if HPU can start to kind of get that momentum going in their favor once again, who knows where this season could end up for HPU. Back to live action. Inbound goes to Megan Jones, handed right back to Erica Glenn. Glenn finds a wide open Megan Jones underneath. A 14-point lead for HPU, their new largest of the game, and at this point, it's going to take a miracle for Hilo. Here's Harmon driving with the left, puts up the left-handed layup up and through to cut it back down to 12 with 58 seconds left to play. Hilo still pressing here as HPU will break it, get it into the front court, and ball swung on over to Masaki once again as the junior guard will run some clock. Masaki gets bumped with 14 on the shot clock and 42 seconds remaining in this one. She'll head back to the free throw line looking to extend the HPU lead back up to 14. And a good job by Masaki there knowing that the contact was coming. Like I said, keeping herself between the defender and the ball so that way if the defender does get close enough, there's no way she can make the steal and it becomes a foul which sends Masaki to the line for two. Masaki is an exceptionally smart player for this HPU team. It's a big reason why you see her play uh, over 20 minutes a night, near, nearly 30 minutes a night, 28 minutes per game for Masaki across 13 games played this season for the Sharks. Both free throws up and good there for the junior guard as Ray Alvarado will call one more timeout to talk it on over with his team. And it, you really like to see this if you are HPU's coaching staff because uh, 
I'm sure there were a lot of questions following Thursday's game. There were a lot of questions that were uncomfortable conversations for the players, for the coaches, and to come back out in a big way in another rivalry game against an inter-island rival this time in UH Hilo and well on their way to winning this one up 66-52 with 42 seconds remaining. And not to make excuses, but I think HPU's catching Hilo on the tail end of their trip, having played Chaminade already, and then playing this earlier game. This is the prime time to catch a team like Hilo, whereas if it might have been the first end of their road trip, they probably would have been a lot fresher. But again, HPU did what they needed to do, showed up, put in the effort, and right now they have a 14-point lead. Sharks show a light press to make sure that Vulcans can't roll the ball on up. And Melanie Hughes, right wing, or pardon me, left wing three comes up short, rebounded by HPU. And with the shot clock off, it looks as though Hilo will just play it on out and not foul. The Sharks will pass it on around with 10 seconds left. And what a big time win for HPU. And conversely, a costly loss for UH Hilo as they head back to the Big Island. That'll do it here inside the Shark Tank. 66-52 is your final. The Sharks take down the Vulcans to pick up a big-time PacWest victory here inside the Shark Tank. Don't, don't go too far. We'll have post-game breakdown for you coming on up. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Yeah, you sunglasses are designed with you in mind. The ball player. The construction worker. The fashionista. The outdoorsman. Or woman. You want it? Let's get it. Type in Yeah, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu. It's that simple to get the most versatile sunglasses on the market. Ultra lightweight, OSHA approved, wraparound sunglasses with four removable lenses that will make everyone say, Yeah, you. Type in Yeah, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu to shop today. Back to more HPU Sharks basketball presented by Hawaii Pacific Health on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back on into the Shark Tank where HPU is victorious on the women's side of things over UH Hilo. 66-52 is your final Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera bringing you all the action of a doubleheader today between the Sharks and the Vulcans. And Kyle, a big-time win for HPU today, coming off a tough loss on the road to Chaminade this past Thursday. They see another inter-island inter rival come into their house, and they come up with a double-digit victory here at home. Yeah, I think we called it a must-win uh, opportunity for the Sharks, and they delivered, getting the 14-point win. And even though the, the score suggests it was a blowout, it was actually even more of a differential than the score suggests. And the only reason Hilo stuck around was the awesome play of Agonius and even Kamako Viva Ole. And both of them struggled with the foul uh, fouls. So basically, HP did a great job. What we said, effort, rebounding, shooting. They put it all together, picked up the big win. And like you alluded to, Paul, they held Hilo to at least 20 points below their norm. So defense coming through for the Sharks today. Certainly came through today for the Sharks. You mentioned Kirsten Agonius finishes with a game-high 16 points on 6 of 12 shooting, 9 rebounds, 4 fouls for her, though, going along with 4 blocks. And then Kamaka Viva Ole finishes the day with 6 points, 3 boards, and fouls out 
with about 2.20 remaining. Just one thing left to do, Kyle, and that's to give out our Yeah You Player of the Game award. And uh, this one, it had a few different candidates. It, it went back and forth while we were off air, and uh, we ended up deciding on one. Who is our Yeah You Player of the Game? Well, we alluded to it throughout the game, and I'm happy to say that Leslie Mojica, the fabulous freshman out of El Paso, Texas, is our Yeah You Player of the Game. Off the bench, she finished with nine points, two big three-pointers, four rebounds, two assists, and a block, and a whole bunch of hustle. She's my designated hustler and player of the game today. And not to mention, I, I know we mentioned her youthful exuberance and sometimes how that could result in mistakes. Despite the speed at which she played today, zero turnovers for Mojica in those 20 minutes. So a big-time performance from the freshman in the win. That's your Yayu player of the game. Yayu H&L is the newest brand for sports apparel and accessories. Get 50% off your purchase with code HSRN50 at yayuhnl.com. That's Y-E-A-H, the letter U, H-N-L. Yayu, let's get it. That'll do it for our first of two broadcasts. Don't go too far because we'll be coming right on back in about 15 minutes or so to bring you all the action today between the Vulcans and the Sharks. This time, the men's turn. Don't go too far. You've been listening to HBU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You've been listening to a special presentation on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network of Hawaii Pacific University Sharks Women's Basketball, presented by Hawaii Pacific Health. This broadcast was made possible thanks to the following. Play-by-play -play announcer Paul Brecht, color commentator Kyle Galdera, HSRN photographer Michael Lasquero, and in-studio technical engineer Chaz Ontai. Visit hawaiisportsradio.com for a complete programming guide of upcoming games and more. We now return you to regular scheduled programming right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.